Welcome to EVJ on the Hoof. This podcast, brought to you by Emma Adam, will overview a paper published in the 2018 July edition of the Equine Veterinary Journal. It is entitled, Repeatability of Gait Analysis Measurements in Thoroughbreds in Training. The work was a collaborative effort between the University of London's Royal Veterinary College and the Singapore Turf Club. The authors are Sepulveda, Caviades, Forbes and Fowl. Technological breakthroughs have led to advances in lameness detection using quantitative methods to assess gait asymmetry. Historically, we know that force plate data have revealed changes in loading patterns in horses prior to injury detection. However, we now have technology that can be used in the clinical setting. Inertial measurement units, or IMUs, are small devices that can be applied to a horse temporarily and generate integrated data from the accelerometers, rate gyroscopes, magnetometers, and thermostat contained within them. These units transmit data wirelessly to custom computer software for analysis in real time. The use of IMUs has enabled the development of portable systems for the practice setting, and they have shown to be reliable with repeated measurements during the course of a lameness examination. The overarching goal of this research group is to determine if IMU technology can be applied to the race training environment over time for the early detection of injuries in racehorses. This project represents the first longitudinal study of IMU technology applied to horses in training in the yard setting. The specific aims of this study were to determine the variability of repeated measurements taken daily and taken weekly, where both methodological and biological variation are at play. Those methodological variables being that the sensors need to be reapplied to the horse for each evaluation, and the biological variables being that horses are examined on multiple days as opposed to multiple times on the same day. The study was performed at the Singapore Turf Club with a total of 15 thoroughbreds from three trainers who judged those horses to be sound. The horses were not examined for lameness by a veterinary professional prior to the study. Horses were instrumented with four IMU sensors, one at the pole affixed to the head collar, one on each tuber coxy, and one on the dorsal midline of the sacrum. Horses were trotted in hand in a straight line on a hard surface for a minimum of 25 strides daily for five consecutive days, and then weekly for five consecutive weeks. 14 gait parameters were calculated from over 5,200 strides that were recorded during the 70 daily and 68 weekly gait assessments. The average stride to stride variability across all of the daily and weekly assessments varied from plus minus four to plus minus 10 millimeters for the 14 parameters examined. The sacrum measurements varied the least over the study period, which is consistent with other published data. Intra-class correlation coefficient values are descriptive statistics that describe how strongly measurements resemble each other. In this study, they were used to compare paired measurements over time. The intra-class correlation coefficient values in this study 
were noted not to be as strong as those cited in previous studies. But plausible explanations for this include different software filters compared to other IMU studies, and that this project was performed in a clinical field setting and thus encountered variables common to that setting. These included that horses were of different ages, at different stages of their race training, some were unraced, whereas others had run more than 20 times. And also the speed of the in-hand trot was variable and the sensors were reapplied for each assessment. Additionally, the fractious nature of one horse in the study prevented data collection, which further highlights the challenging nature of data collection in the field compared to more controlled environments. Such variables are factors frequently encountered in subjective lameness examinations and familiar to all equine practitioners. So under the current study conditions, the authors do acknowledge the challenging task of untangling the effects of sensor placement and the biological variability in order to address the question of repeatability over time. They also recognise that had some of the horses undergone a clinical examination, they would have been declared lame. In standard bred trotters, it has been shown that there is a direct relationship between movement asymmetry and the introduction of high-speed and incline exercise. As such, the study group examined here alludes to the need for further studies with cohorts of horses at different stages of race training. This paper provides a substantial amount of data that is to be found within its tables. It offers a critical first step in utilising quantitative assessment for detecting subtle gait changes over time that may not otherwise be noted. It also eliminates expectation bias that may influence lameness expert opinion and it offers a recording method for the comparison of gait asymmetry that is vital for a longitudinal objective monitoring. In conclusion, this study demonstrates the importance of continued research into techniques that can avoid bias, be used in the practice field setting, and which ultimately may be able to detect injury earlier than at the present time. More details of this study are available in EBJ, online or via the app. Thank you for listening.